Worldview Radio and WVW-TV is made possible because of listeners like you. Thank you so much for your tax-deductible contribution that you can make at wvwfoundation.com. That's wvwfoundation.com or by calling 901-825-0652. That's 901-825-0652. You can also send your tax-deductible contribution via check. To WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. That's again, WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. Thank you for helping make possible Worldview Radio and WVW-TV broadcasts. Spiritual values, moral issues, government, economy, education, work, responsibility. What we think about these depends on our worldview. Now, VCY America presents Worldview Weekend Radio with Brandon House. All right, welcome. Glad you are with us. We're going to be joined today by our reporter on the ground in Israel. Get an update because we have a, a possible event occurring there in Rafa in southern Gaza, right on the border of Egypt. And uh, there are those putting pressure on the Israeli government not to go in there after some of those uh, Hamas folks. And Benjamin Netanyahu and others are saying, if you tell us not to do that, what you're telling us is you want Israel to lose and Hamas to win. There are other issues going on in the Middle East. And we go to our reporter on the ground. I guess it's about uh, 1.01 p.m. Israeli time, if I have my clock right. Aaron, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Brennan. Great to be with you. It's 9.01 p.m. 9.01. 1.01 here. Okay, I, for some reason, I was thinking it was going to be 6.01 or 6.02. So it's 9. It's 9.02 p.m. at night. Correct. Yes. Mm. Wow. And um, it's... Uh, it's relatively quiet in the north here, but we've had a lot of jets, a lot of uh, F-16s flying around, a lot of action, a lot to talk about, a lot of things been happening. Okay, let's talk with jets real quick. I just read today that somebody, some country is not going to provide is, uh, uh, plane parts for the F-35, I think it was, for your for your jets. Uh, what country was that? Do you, did you, do you know? Yeah, I believe it was Holland. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I don't believe it was the prime minister of Holland because he is very sympathetic, very positive towards Israel. Uh, I, if I'm correct, I think it was his government, people uh-huh. within his government who were standing against uh, sending those parts. But he is pushing for it to go ahead. Well, good. So how how is your government doing as far as bringing all of your uh, a lot of your stuff internal, your ammunition, ma- you know, manufacturing of more ammunition and everything. How how are you guys doing in getting rid of the um, vulnerability of being dependent on governments around the world to provide you with what you need armament-wise? Well, the two sides of that, uh, two two sides to answer that question. Number one is the United States. I think have just passed today a. I can't remember the amount, but a mass amount of billions of dollars. Yes, it was. Ukraine yes, it was. And Israel. 
And I think we're getting $17 billion. So uh, in a way, we still are dependent on uh, on American aid. However, I've been reading reports that since the war started, uh, our workers have been working day and night in the factories uh, making uh, more weapons, uh, Iron Dome uh, missile uh, defense systems. D- around the clock, literally, we have been working at getting more and more uh, ammunition and supply. So, and that's something that actually our our um, analysts have brought to the attention of the public that we need to more and more get to that place where we are not dependent on the international community. And we're seeing that even our best friend, the United States, uh, could potentially turn against us one day. Mm. We are getting reports uh, that about 17 hours ago it came out that hundreds of anti-Israel uh, anti-Israel protesters are blocking the bridges and tunnels in New York City in a, quote, flood Manhattan for Rafa, in quote, protest. So, again, this is, uh, I think, some of the same people that were behind the riots in 2020. It's the red-green axis. This is going to continue, I believe, and get even more intense into the summer as we get closer to election time. Tell us about what's going on with Rafa. I'll bring up a map. But basically, for folks, we're talking... Uh, southern israel right up next to egypt uh what what is the um objective there by the idf what kind of pushback are you getting and particularly what is the government of egypt saying well let me just first respond to those protesters even before israel decided to retaliate after october the 7th there were protests going on People were blaming or defending uh, what happened on October the 7th. They were they were defending Hamas for doing that, even before Israel retaliated. So obviously, a lot of anti-Semitic, anti-Israel hatred of the Jews is coming out. And those protests that you showed, Brandon, that's one of hundreds that are going around the world from Australia, New Zealand. Even did, I'm sure you reported on what happened in Joel Osteen's church in Houston yes, yes. yesterday. And it just so happened that on the machine gun, it had uh, free Palestine. Yeah, it was a long uh, rifle, a long rifle, I think semi-automatic. And it said free Palestine. And I, we're getting reports from several outlets. It was a transgendered individual. Yeah. Yeah, but it's connected. And, and a lot of people that are taking the side to hate Israel, hate the Jews, pro-Palestine. Actually, if you sit down and ask them or stand on the street and ask them, they don't even know where the river to the sea is, and they really don't know why they've jumped on that bandwagon. But in any event, going back to... Well, let, let me, question, let me, let me. speaking of jumping on the bandwagon real quick, here, here's another story that fits with that, that they don't really know what they're talking about. About 18 hours ago, it came out that Harvard students were out on campus chanting in Arabic, Palestine will be Arab only. Uh, of course, yeah. they asked go. a good question. Well, where do they want the Jews to go? Um, so he, he, I guess if you were to engage these Harvard students, you'd find out real fast. They don't know anything about Israel. They, they don't know the geography. They don't know the culture. They don't know the laws, the history, the conflicts, who started them, who has shown great restraint. They they don't know anything because this is not That's about it. truth. This is about an agenda which is being funneled and 
and advanced by China and Iran and these countries inside our country to sow dissension and sow conflict. Again, folks, this is about trying to create chaos and dissension in America, okay? before This is all part of, I think, the preparatory phase to real world war at a new level. We're already at World War III, I think, according to General Flynn, according to Colonel Mills and many others. But they want it to go to a whole nother level, and this is all part of that preparatory phase to divide Americans and create chaos and the narrative that somehow justifies what I'm afraid is coming which is a repeat of 2020, uh, where you have burning and looting and rioting, the violence. They had politicians. Remember the Minneapolis mayor? Remember the Minnesota governor? Uh, we hear you. We hear you. And they said in those press conferences, we hear you. We know you want social justice. We know you want change. We hear you. But this isn't the right way to go about it. In other words, trying to give credibility to what, they were supposedly for. Oh, you're going about the wrong way, but we hear you. You're justified in your anger, but this is the wrong way. Look, they're trying to create a narrative. We understand that the Zionists, the Christian Zionists, the Israelis, they're they're doing the wrong thing. They're they're involved in human rights violations, don't you know? And by the way, this is now going to go to the from the International Justice Court to the International Criminal Court. We'll get to that. We, we know, we know the Israelis have been doing the wrong thing. And those horrible Zionists and Christian Zionists in America, they're supporting them. Yeah, we get it. But please show restraint. See, they're doing the same narrative. This time, instead of being about George Floyd, it's going to be about the Zionist and the Christian Zionist. True or false, Aaron? Absolutely. You, I couldn't have said it better, Brandon. And I would just plead, if there are people listening, and you're either sitting on the fence or you've taken a side against Israel. I just plead with you um, to pick up a book, pick up a history book and and try to do some homework. Try to uh, read about even go back to the the historical texts that we call the Bible. The Bible actually is mainly made up of historical uh, accounts and stories and history. So just start off even reading the Bible. But if you, you you think that's too religious, start off in 1947, 48, the United Nations voted in favor of a national homeland for the Jewish people. And the, all the Arab Muslim nations completely rejected that vote. Those same Arab nations who are crying out that Israel uh, uh, agrees with the United Nations, they weren't willing to accept what the United Nations voted in 1947. So uh, just please have a look at the history, have a look at the books and uh, do think for yourself. Don't be swayed by public opinion and what common people or the, or the, the, uh, the latest fad of people are following. Think for yourself, think clearly because there's a lot rest, resting on your decisions and on your conclusions. Um, going back, Brandon, to your question before about uh, Rafa, um, uh, is that what you would uh, you'd? Uh, we moved on to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, in fact, I, I at worldviewreport.com, worldviewreport.com, we have articles about it. I'll pull some of them up. Here it is: ICC's threat 
on Israel's Rafa operation is serious. This is why, unlike the uh, International uh, Court of Justice, that was what we saw with South Africa, the International Criminal Court, these are two different courts, has an enforcement mechanism, meaning there is a much higher chance of it issuing arrest warrants for Israelis. So now this is getting pretty serious. Yeah, and I'll tell you one of the main reasons why, Brandon. I'm sure you heard, and I'm sure most of the public heard, that uh, three days ago, our uh, great fighters, our boys, they went in, and girls, they went in, and they rescued two of the hostages. And I'm telling you, it was just what the nation needed uh, to, to lift our spirits. It's been 130 days of war, and it's been painful, traumatic, hard on the nation. So to get two of our people back home, there was great celebrations. To see the families embracing was wonderful. But one of those hostages commented that the food and the humanitarian aid that was sent into the Gaza Strip that should have been for not only the hostages, hostages, excuse me, but also for the Gazan people did not arrive. The people of Hamas hijacked that food and humanitarian aid and took it for themselves. Now, knowing that, that information, we now are even more strict in allowing humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip. And we're talking about the southern Gaza Strip, which is Rafah. And there are approximately 1.2 million Palestinian people there. And our forces are talking about up to a couple of weeks, we are going in on an invasion. And what is going to happen to those people? Now, already there is uh, talk of uh, pestilence, a little bit of famine, disease, all of that kind of stuff as a result of this horrible war, which Hamas started so uh this is going to be ugly it is going to be bad but our government are trying to work on evacuating as many as those 1.2 million people as possible before we move in on a ground invasion all right we're going to come back expand on that and more news including a brand new article just out by my friend and frequent guest gordon chang you're going to want to hear what Gordon Chang is warning about. It impacts every one of you. We'll be right back. It's Worldview Radio, our website, worldviewradio.com, TV, worldviewtube.com. We're on the VCY America radio network. Now, if you appreciate all we're doing here at Worldview Tube and you want these programs to continue, we need your support to do that. So we want to tell you a couple ways you can support us and I think support your health at the same time. One of them is through a new partnership and many, many, many of you have signed up for this. You'll find, it's shocking how many have signed up for this in the last few days, this week since we launched it. The new website, we gave it its own URL, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse, spell it H-O-W-S-E, superfoodshouse.com. My wife is on the 30-day plan right now, but you don't have to get on the 30-day plan. She's, by the way, the one that brought this to us, checked it out, ordered it, started taking it. So, Brandon, this passes my test, just as did the Bella Grace. She's kind of the, the gal that does this for me, and she's good at it. 
she has a medical background, a medical social work background. So she likes, she's very into health and that kind of thing. So she's on the 30 day plan. You don't have to do that. You can just uh, get what you want. The different pouches, dark berry protein. This is vegetables that are pulled out of the ground, organic, not sprayed, no glyphosate, no Roundup, no pesticides. You can do the super meal. You can do the MVP sport. A lot of young people, I'm told, are doing this as well as other people of other ages. But I understand a lot of young people like this uh, MVP sport after they work out with because they want that protein. You also, again, can go with the bio fruit, the beets carrot juice. It's a powder. What they do is, as has been explained to me, they take it out of the field, organic, they juice it, they dry it, turn it into this power powder, and you just add water and boom, you're off to the races. Full of nutrients, not sprayed, no uh, you know, chemicals or anything added to it. That's what makes this so great. Again, check out the website, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse.com. Very, very pleased at how many of you have signed up for this this week so thank you it's a great way to support our organization and i think support your health but here's the other thing too i think you're also supporting the farmers because um many of these farmers obviously are into the free market system and they're into private property they raise a crop right and there's a war on America's farmers, and there's particularly a war on farmers that don't want to do the bidding of the government and big agriculture. So here's a great way to support farmers that are into private property, the free market system, healthy food. Then you're supporting this organization, and I think your health at the same time. So please consider going there to superfoodshouse.com. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. Worldview Radio website, worldviewradio.com. Logan, I just sent you a clip. Can you listen to that, please, and make sure there's no cursing in that CBS report? And if you give me the all clear, I'd like to play it. I will be hearing it for the first time, just like the audience. But uh, preview that short clip. Make sure there's no cursing. And then if it's all clear, I want to play it for the audience because it's going to give us a... uh, uh, a look into what is coming in regards to the illegals in America. Uh, joining me is Aaron. He is our correspondent on the ground in Israel. LightToTheNationsMinistry.com is his website, LightToTheNationsMinistry.com. He's, he's brought to you as a ministry and a public service uh, of our foundation, WVWFoundation.com. Uh, we uh, pay him because guess what? The Bible says a workman's worthy of his hire. And he spends time working and researching and collecting data and discussing these vital issues with us. We have gotten a lot of compliments by people. And thank you so much for those of you complimenting us for going the extra mile to put um, programming together like this, which includes a correspondent on the ground in Israel. We also have our one in London as well. So, again, thank you again for all your support through our foundation that helps make things like this educational ministry broadcast possible. Be sure to stay tuned. It is clear. It's clean. It's not nothing in it bad. Okay, I'll play it in a minute then. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, don't forget about vcyamerica.org, a Christian radio network. I got an email the other day. Someone said, Brandon, I had never heard of VCY America. You've been promoting them and talking about them, and now I'm a regular listener to their broadcast ministry. Thank you so much. Well, there you go. That's why we do it. I hope I hope more of you will do that, and it blesses you as well. VCYAmerica.org, that's the network we're on, terrestrial stations across the nation. Their flagship program, Crosstalk, coming on at 2 p.m. Central, top of the hour with Jim Schneider, at, on 139 outlets, 
mind you. Uh, that's available for you to also listen at vcyamerica.org. All right, joining me again is Aaron, as I said, and then we're going to go to this clip that uh, CBS has just put out. Uh, Aaron, let's go back to Rafa. Now, we have all these people that were in northern Gaza, and they were told to get to southern Gaza while they cleaned out, while the IDF cleaned out northern Gaza of Hamas. So, so what you're telling me now is the people that live in Rafa, southern Gaza, right up next to Egypt, you got 1.2 million, you said there, and they're going to go in. And my guess is they're trying to clean that out from Hamas leaders as well, right? But they don't know where to put these 1.2 million people uh, while this exercise takes place, correct? Discussing, and our uh, chief of staff and our defense minister, as well as our prime minister, they are talk. They haven't given too much away, but they're talking pretty confidently that they've got some ideas and some plans. For example, well, one thing that they have said is they are going to uh, try and relocate uh, some of them back into the central or northern Gaza Strip where they came from. Because we told them at the beginning of the war that we are going into the northern part of the, uh, the Gaza Strip. We sent millions of pamphlets from the sky, from airplanes, telling people to get out. We are coming in on the ground. So we did a, what we saw as a, a great humanitarian uh, 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 aid in doing that. Uh, and so we are doing the same in Rafa. We are telling them, get out. Um, Egypt will, will not let them in, although... Uh, <laughs> now, 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 let's go back to why. Why would they not let their Arab brothers and sisters in? Well, some people would think that it's to put the squeeze on Israel. Um, that could be partially true, but we both know, Brandon, that the main reason is that Hamas and, and some of these people that are in these 1.2 million are definitely Hamas. We believe that there's still at least 10,000 Hamas fighters, at least. Uh, but we know that if uh, Egypt opened the gates, then uh, they're going to get not only the Palestinian people, but Hamas people. And the Egyptians do not want, they do not like Hamas. They do not want them in their land. They are against Hamas. Of course, they won't come out and say that verbally. But we all know it. The same with Jordan, King King Abdullah from Jordan. Why aren't Why isn't he letting them into uh, his land, which is seventy percent Palestinian land? We don't hear the international community putting pressure on them either. So uh, nobody seems to want these Palestinian people. And by the way, and I've brought this up a couple of times, King Abdullah from Jordan, his father in nineteen seventy. In September, it's called Black September, he mutilated 20,000 Palestinians. Anyone listening, look it up. It's called Black September 1970. The late King Hussein, he killed 20,000 in one month of 1970. So they don't want them. So it's a problem. The international community, protesters all around the world, they've gone from the, the Hague putting pressure on us, using that word genocide. Notice that you don't hear that word hardly anymore because it's been dealt with in the courts. Now the buzzword is Rafa. Now the world is pointing at Rafa. And so the pressure is back on us. 
But thank God, Benjamin Netanyahu, our defense minister, our uh, our uh, top generals, they are standing and sadly to say, they're even standing against Joe Biden. Joe Biden is putting a lot of pressure on us. He, the United Nations Secretary General, are saying this will be a disaster if you go into Rafah. This is music to Hamas's ears. This is what they want. They are wanting a ceasefire. They are not wanting Israel to come in. But we are going to do everything we can to finish it off. We've got to finish it. We cannot stop now. And by stopping it is giving Hamas victory. Clear as day. Oh, so you guys have got to finish this off before things really heat up in the north with he- with Hezbollah yes. in Lebanon. Um, are you guys shocked that they haven't already started engaging you guys while you're preoccupied in southern Gaza? Well, they are engaging us. Right, but yeah. not to the full, not to their full extent that they could. No, no, that's right. Not to the full extent. Um, you know, when you th- just when you think that there's negotiations going on and there's going to be a breakthrough and Hezbollah are going to pull back to that 20 mile uh, Latani River, then today uh, the chief of uh, Hezbollah, uh, Nassan, uh, uh, Nassan uh, Has- Hasrallah, comes out and he says, a strong Israel in this region is a danger to us all. We will do everything we can to annihilate Israel. Not the kind of nicest uh, news that you want from your neighbors with 200,000, up to 200,000 strong surface-to-air missiles pointed in our direction. But uh, we're ready for that. We are, I've been reporting on this. We've got supply, people, the people in the north especially are told to get their supplies, get candles, get radios, get batteries, get water, get your, your, your nappies, your diapers for, for your children, get your baby supplies, get your bomb shelters ready. We are prepared so for what, whatever. What, what is the worst case scenario? I don't, I don't like to focus on that per se, but I want to be realistic. What is the worst case scenario? We saw October 7th, 1,200 Israelis killed, raped, murdered, burned alive, uh, body parts cut off while alive, gang raped. Horrific. Uh, beyond words. Beyond How, words what? Yeah. They've said we're going to do this again and again and again and again. And again. How concerned are you guys about the infiltrators in Judea and Samaria, derogatorily called the West Bank. How concerned are you about them carrying this out? How concerned are you with what could come down from Lebanon? In other words, do is your government, are you hearing any rumblings your government is concerned that there could be another October 7th type event? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. By the way, uh, the ex-CIA director, Mike Pompeo, was, is here today. He went down to those kibbutzes. He was looking and he gave great words of comfort, solace, solidarity toward Israel and actually encouraging us to keep up the fight. Which, which by the way, I think is one of the guys under public source, you guys can look it up, has to have extra security along with um, uh, John Bolton and uh, a couple others because of their work uh, during the Trump administration related to 
the Islamist. And so they have, I think, particularly Iran. So they have to have security that should have long expired. You know, they don't, uh, unlike a, a former president who gets to keep that security, that secret service, these guys, after so many days, it, it's gone and you're on your own. That's just part of it. These guys, I'm told from open sources, uh, have got to keep that security because of the very big threats against them personally. So <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not always in agreement with Mike Pompeo, but uh, there are times I certainly am. And he is, has a firsthand uh, knowledge of uh, what these guys would like to do because of the threats against him personally that go on to this exactly. day and require extra security provided currently, I guess it's being reauthorized continually by this government. Yeah, exactly. So, but going back to your question, listen, we, um, you know, the 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 tra- the trauma and the grief, uh, we we are still as a nation suffering, Brandon. We we are reliving it every day when we know that our uh, uh, approximate hundred people are still in in captivity. Uh, we have got no choice. Um, but to be on alert on all fronts. And let me remind uh, the, the, the viewers that the original plan was not October 7 when Hamas attacked our southern border. The original plan was that Hamas, Hezbollah, the Islamic Jihad, uh, the Iranian, the Syrian, the Iraqi proxies of Iran, they were all going to attack us on one day. Now, going back to your question, what is the, how would it look? How is the reality going to look? Originally, if Hamas had not attacked, they were all going to plan on one particular moment to attack us from all fronts. And what we saw on our southern border on the Gaza Strip, that was going to happen a hundredfold on the northern border. And this is potentially what we could still be facing. Hezbollah, who have up to 200,000 missiles, they could easily send a thousand rockets a day to our big cities like Tel Aviv, Haifa, Netanya, Jerusalem, uh, Dimona. Uh, all the major big cities and within two, three days, potentially, our Iron Dome defense systems will be gone. We will have used them all up. Then their goal is to take over our petroleum tanks, even take them out, causing mass destruction, taking over our gas fields off the Mediterranean coasts taking over our army bases and kidnapping thousands and thousands of Israelis, not to mentioning murdering and raping them. All right. So we know that China is helping direct this. We know that Iran is, uh, of course, behind it. But China's, in many regards, controlling Iran. Many of the military experts who have been in high places within the military intelligence arena tell us China is helping to control Iran and funding. So with that being said, if America is the great Satan, if that's what they did to Amer- to Israel, and America is a great Satan, what do they have planned for America? Wait right. till you hear what Gordon Chang's predicting. We have slashed 
the shipping cost on our freeze-dried food at wvwtvstore.com. Hello, I'm Brandon House. And for this month of January and February, we are slashing our shipping by half, half the cost gone. We're saving you half the price you would normally pay for shipping this heavy freeze-dried food. But this is for a limited time only at wvwtvstore.com. Here we are in January of 2024. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride as we go into the election in the fall of 2024, not to mention the threat of World War III, China going after Taiwan, all the military-age males that have poured over our border from Islamic nations and the CCP. Folks, do you have your preparations in order? Even the mainstream media like CBS Face the Nations talking about a black swan event a major national security black swan event in 2024. There's the talk of the power grid going down. Even the irresponsible FBI director told Congress that all the lights are flashing red for a terrorist attack. Well, it might be predictive programming, and they may cause it to happen or allow it to happen. But reality is, if it happens, you want to make sure you're prepared. I took about three days during the Christmas break to get more organized. I've been prepping since 2013, but I had some prepping gear in one closet and another in another closet. I got organized, got it all put together in the right places. I know where everything is. And then I even added to it and updated. Well, here's your chance to update your emergency supplies by going to wvwtvstore.com for the month of January and February as we have slashed shipping of our freeze-dried food in half. So that'll save some of you several hundred dollars, but you need to take action now while we have the supplies and while you can save half on the normal shipping price. WVWTVstore.com, WVWTVstore.com or 901-468-9357, 901-468-9357. Again, you can place your order over the phone if you prefer, 901 901- Four six eight nine three five seven, or for greatest of ease, just go right online wvwtvstore.com and get it while it lasts and half off the shipping cost. Thank you. Guys, glad you guys are with us. Had to take that call real quick. Sorry about that. All right, joining me is Aaron with LightToTheNationsMinistry.com. LightToTheNationsMinistry.com. And um, here is the headline. Let me set this up again, folks, before I go to the headline. What? Well, you, go, you went to the headline. That's fine. China's infiltrators. They're coming here to kill us. That's the headline. That's the headline by Gordon Chang. Uh, China's infiltrators, they are coming here to kill us. So what does that have to do with what we're discussing? Well, Israel, of course, came under attack by Hamas being controlled by Iran. But who controls Iran? According to military experts, many of them at high levels of government retired, tell us China is helping to fund and pull a lot of these strings. So if China is helping to fund and control Iran to attack through Hamas Israel, what is China planning for America? Well, according to Gordon Chang, brand new article today, February 13th, China's Communist Party is at this moment putting in place the infrastructure in America to attack America. In Redley, California, near Fresno, authorities found a secret Chinese biological weapons lab with at least 20 pathogens, including one for Ebola and almost a thousand mice that had been genetically engineered to spread disease. Chinese agents, in addition to hobbling Americans with disease and gunning them down, gunning them down, 
could bomb power stations, attack military bases, start wildfires, poison re reservoirs, or create terror in dozens of ways. These taxes come straight out of unrestricted warfare, which he's right. I've been reading that book to you guys for years and years and years. It was written in 1989 by two Chinese communist colonels. The, the colonels argue that China can and should employ any tactic in attacking a military superior United States. Now Americans can see how Beijing is uh, operationalizing the suggestions in this how-to manual. And what they show here are Chinese attackers, he says, are already America. More are arriving by the day, and they're armed. Video posted to X, formerly known as Twitter, showed Chinese migrants firing pistols. One video is of a Chinese female with a sniper rifle. There is no Second Amendment in China writes Gordon Chang, and Chinese citizens are not permitted to possess firearms. So is it possible that the shooters in the videos are merely taking advantage of a newfound freedom in their new home country? Meaning the Second Amendment? No, he says, unlikely. One of the migrants videoed was in America for only three weeks and arrived in the country with no money and no identification. If you had just landed somewhere as a migrant with nothing to your name, you would undoubtedly be preoccupied with finding your next meal getting a place to live, making a livelihood. You would not, within weeks of entering your new homeland, be sharpening your skills to kill. You would not be thinking of killing unless that is what you came to do. The video posted at X depicts a sandy location. Blaine Holt, a retired Air Force general living in Idaho, knows Chinese migrants are taking target practice in his state as well. Quote, tens of thousands of military-aged men have come across our border and are now in America organized by group and nationality, end quote. That's what Holt told Gatestone this month. Quote, among them are terrorists and state actors, in particular members of the People's Liberation Army of China. As we speak, these actors are training, making plans and obtaining weapons, watching our patterns and learning our vulnerabilities, end quote. Quote, we are vulnerable to attack, end quote, Holt said. Quote, our enemies eagerly wait, end quote. War correspondent Michael Yan and the Rubin brothers of muckraker.com have documented the presence of dangerous looking elements from China, Iran, Syria, Venezuela, among the hordes of migrants traveling up from Central America. Yan and the Rubens have noticed, among other things, that Chinese males of military age are traveling in packs of 5 to 15, are unaccompanied by family members, and are pretending, to pretending not to speak English. Some of them on, the, on their way to America have performed Chinese military rituals. And it goes on from there. But uh, folks, this is very, very serious. Now, the point I am making to connect this to Israel is what happened in Israel at the behest of Hamas, at the leadership of Iran, at the control of China, is about, I believe, to occur here by the same elements of the red-green axis that are here and already practicing to kill Americans. And yet, when it happens... The American government will say, what? What? Like, did Israel. How did that happen? We'll have an investigation. And many, many people in America will be absolutely shocked because, after all, all that horrible stuff happens, happens over there, not here. And Americans will be getting an education like they've never been willing to receive before. No, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear bad news. They don't want anyone killing their buzz, you know. They want their best life now. They don't want to hear anything negative by house. 
when they find out that 90% or close to 90% of the mosques in America are Muslim Brotherhood, i.e. Hamas, Moss, Hamas, Moss, then maybe they won't believe the lies that House was a doom and gloomer, a fear monger, a Islamophobic promoter. No, they'll realize he, like some of my other broadcast partners, Annie Cyrus, Usama Dakdok, Sharam Hadian, and others, knew exactly what was coming and tried to pe- prepare and warn the American people. I don't have any plans of running for office. It would be a demotion. But what I don't understand is why the Amer- I do understand. I do understand. So let me correct that sentence. I do understand. The American people are so foolish because they do not, not every American, I want to clarify, but a big chunk of them. They don't have knowledge, acquisition of truth, wisdom, application of truth. They don't have discernment. They don't have understanding. They don't have context and reasoning of what's happening and why and who these people are. What is the goal? What's the agenda? Who's funding it? Who's orchestrating it? It's not some organic, random thing occurring. And yet Americans seem to rarely ever elect people to office with the knowledge base to actually do something to prepare the people. And that's largely, of course, because I believe our elections are very, very compromised. But the American people do not have the kind of leaders they need right now, not in elected office. There are many that you hear from, General Flynn, Colonel Rob Manis, Colonel Mills, guys like Aaron in Israel. They're leaders, but sadly, there are very few of them in government. And it seems like when they get there, they all of a sudden lose their voice. And then magically, after they get out of government, they find it again. If again, of course, they want to speak the truth and get invited to certain events and charge huge speaking fees. So the American people, I'm afraid, are going to suffer the loss of untold numbers of lives in America. And if it's not this year, it could very well be 2025. And when it happens, we will all grieve. We will all be heartbroken. But we will also know how it happened, where most people will have no clue. And you watch. When it does, just like after 9-11, it will not cause people to fight Islam for what it is. They, like they did after 9-11, will be told to embrace it. Those were just a few radicals. Embrace your Islamic friends and neighbors because they're about peace. Don't let the radicals destroy our unity. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Israel just got it first. We're next. And Gordon Chang is one of the people telling you that China, they're not just depending on Hamas. They're coming here themselves, and they're going to partner with Hamas. And now we have to worry about the gangs. MS-13, and other gangs whose names I can't even pronounce. Because guess what? Now I'm reading reports the gangs are joining up in a coalition. And who do you think they'll be working for? Uh, I would think the highest bidder. Joining me again is Aaron. Aaron, what do you think of that mid-show commentary? Well, firstly, what a shocking report from Gordon Chang, what happened uh, in that place near Fresno in California. Shocking, right under your noses. Surely someone in in, in security, national security intelligence has got some kind of tip-off. How could these kind of things 
go on. Uh, that That's my first reaction. Absolutely stunning, shocking, the potential that that could cause. But the other thing that came to me as you were talking, when you when you mentioned about uh, how we you've been uh, quoting from this the this book for years and warning people, well, there's another warning out there, and it's from the Bible. And <laughs> that's a great. That's a, that's the best book of all, right? It's the best book of all. But what came to me, and I'm sure you've had people and maybe yourself talk about this from the book of Revelation, where it says that. Um, uh, it talks about the river Euphrates one day will be dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. The kings from the east. Now, the east is China. In, in chapter nine of Revelation, it talks about these people with others are going to form a mass of 200 million army. Now, a lot of biblical scholars say the land of Magog in this uh, Ezekiel 38 war of Gog and Magog is actually the region of China. So uh, uh, I know some people are a little bit unsure about this, and, and I'm not 100% sure because China are a bit of a mystery when it comes to trying to find them in the scriptures. But there you have Revelation 9, uh, 16, Revelation 9, uh, kings from the east. Gog and Magog from Ezekiel 38. Uh, again, I use the analogy of a jigsaw puzzle. There are many, many pieces. And sometimes the picture, it, it becomes more and more clear. When I hear stories like this and the great dragon, China, being involved in this, it points me straight back to what does God's word say about it? And here we have potential traces from 2000 years ago where the, where John, the, uh, uh, on the on the Isle of Patmos, he talked about kings from the east. Uh, the scripture, God's word, is going to be fulfilled, and we could be seeing it in our very day. But you know, before the the last break we had, I I was talking about you, you're answering your question about uh, what potential uh, uh, troubles could arise from Judea and Samaria from the north. Just today, the leader of Hezbollah said, we need to annihilate Israel. Friends, this is not a uh, a movie. I know I'm sitting in the, the studio here. Brandon is sitting in the studio there. This is reality. October the 7th was reality. I myself, I've lived in Israel for 32 years. I have been in three suicide uh, bombings and attacks. Thank God I came out no harm. But the the difference of realities, when you see it on the news, it's one reality. When you read it in the paper, it's another reality. When you know someone that's been affected, that's another reality. When you have been involved, when you've got your kids, three of my four kids, are serving in the army. It's another reality. When you're actually being in these uh, cases, in these tunnels, it's another reality. Friends, That we're, we need to blow the shofar. We need to sound the trumpet. We need to pray like we've never been prayed before. We need to get our act together. Indeed we do. All right, now we come back. Great, 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 great information, um, Aaron. Thank you so much for that. When we come back, Aaron, I want to play a video, CBS News, is reporting that uh, it's begun. And what it is that has begun is 
the idea that you should be bringing migrants, illegal aliens, into your home to live. You, well, we'll see. A couple is very excited about it. They don't know who they are, where they're from, or how old they are. Hmm. How well will this go for Americans when the Islamists enter the homes of the infidels? We'll be right back. What would you do if your local pharmacy shut down or there was an interruption in the just-in-time inventory of critical medications? What if the power grid goes down and you need an antibiotic? What are you going to do? Hello, I'm Brandon House. Well, that concerned me and my wife for several years. And thankfully, last year, my friends at the wellness company that include Dr. James Thorpe and Dr. Peter McCullough created the wellness company emergency medical kit. I have four of them. That's because I have family members that I want to make sure I could provide antibiotics to in case of an emergency. You know, something very uh, non-life-threatening like strep throat could well become life-threatening if not treated. And if you can't get your hands on prescription meds during a national crisis, well, that would not be a good thing. So I got four of these kits so my family members have these eight vital medications. If you go to twc.health forward slash Brannon, TWC stands for the wellness company, twc.health forward slash Brannon. It will list for you the eight medications in this emergency kit and what they treat. Now, this is a real prescription from a doctor. So when you order it, be sure to then go back into your email, check your email for the paperwork you're going to have to complete and fill out so that you can get your prescription and get your emergency medical kit with these eight vital prescription meds in the mail at your front door. Again, this is a great way for your family to be prepared for the unthinkable. And with every purchase of each emergency medical kit, the wellness company donates a percentage back to our organization to help fund our broadcast. So everybody's winning. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. Thank you. All right, welcome back to with us, Worldview Radio. We won't take calls today. Too much to get to, folks. I'm sorry. We'll try to endeavor to do that tomorrow. Aaron joins us live from Israel, like to the nationsministry.com, brought to you by our foundation, wvwfoundation.com. Uh, Aaron, here in America, CBS News Boston is reporting that a couple is very excited. They're going to be receiving illegal aliens into their home. They don't know how old they are, what nationality they are, where they're from, nothing. Um, and uh, I want to play a little of this and tell you wh what my concerns are. Watch and listen to this, my friends. Colin and Jessica Stokes called the state to sign up to be a host family. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. I got to get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Right. Where, are they, where are they from? What ages? We knew, we really knew nothing. The need is so clearly uh, overwhelming. The family of four who didn't want to go on camera had been sleeping at Logan Airport. The parents and two kids journeyed from Chile to Texas, then Massachusetts. And there are so many stories like it. It's boggles the mind that there are so many hundreds of those stories. Okay, this is again the foolish Americans. I'm sorry. I know Americans tend to be compassionate. There's a difference between being compassionate and being ignorant. Being compassionate and setting yourself up to be a victim. Here's my concern. And here are the questions I would ask. How do you know those children belong to those parents? Number one, did the government do a DNA test to verify that? How do you know you're not just involved in trafficking, number one? Number two, are they Islamist? 
do they understand what those who follow the Quran, the Hadith, really think of Christians or Americans or infidels? How many will go into the homes of Americans that are military-aged males from Venezuela, Iran, Syria, other places? You know, if you have a set day that they all decide to start attacking America, it's going to be very easy to slit the throats of the Americans' homes you're staying in in the middle of the night when you've invited them to the bedroom next door. This, to me, is not only uh, dangerous and foolish, but it's playing right into their hands. I mean, talk about a Trojan horse. Aaron? Uh, that's funny. I, they were the words on my tongue, a Trojan horse. Exactly. That's what we're seeing. Um, and, yeah, I, I, compassion is one thing, as you say, but uh, using wisdom is quite another. And, um, you know, for me, the, the, the finger is being pointed at the authorities. I mean, who employs these authorities? What credentials do they need to get into these positions of authority? Um, it's just it's mind blowing. It's, it's hard to believe you don't need to be a rocket scientist to, to have a little bit of wisdom and, and common sense. You don't let anyone in your borders. You don't let anyone in your home without checking them out first. So I'm not even an expert on this field. <laughs> and yet uh, to me, it's black and white. Come on. So, so again, I want to ask the question, how many, how many um, Americans are going to end up finding themselves murdered, uh, beaten up, sexually assaulted, raped, because they have been so foolish thinking this is compassion? Okay. Yeah. This you is, know, this is, but, mm. by the way, let me give an example, uh, Brandon. Some years ago, uh, uh, when um, the, board, the, uh, the Israelis pulled out of Lebanon after the second Lebanon war, Many of the South Lebanese army who sided with Israel wanted to seek asylum in Israel. And we actually let some of them in. But the problem is we have laws here in Israel. No one from an enemy state is allowed into our borders. Now, sadly, Lebanon is an enemy state. Even though we knew that these South Lebanese army soldiers we're on our side, we're truly fighting with us, and we're our friends, we had to stop them coming in. Why? Because uh, there was belief and talk that maybe some of the enemy would infiltrate, dress up like their South Lebanese army, when in fact they're not South Lebanese army. So we had to put aside our compassions and, and say, no, it's too dangerous. We need to uh, keep to our laws. And uh, uh, for the sake of protecting our citizens and our borders, we had to put compassion aside. And that's a, a good example of putting security first, then compassion second. Look at this headline. NYPD says, well over five thousand cops injured amidst migrant crisis okay this is just the nypd over five thousand injured disorderly migrants 
The number of officers injured by suspects in 2022 stood at 4,724, a 20% increase on the 2021 figure of 3,933. Full figures of 2023 have not been released, but 4,077 officers have been injured after just nine months, with projections indicating the total for the year would be a, would have been around 5,430. Six. We all saw the horrific video of two NYPD police officers being assaulted by two migrants who then got out with no bail and made up scene gestures to the cameras, thus, i.e., to America. Uh, traveled, many of them were told to, uh, those couple of them, to uh, Arizona, where they, I guess, a couple of them have been apprehended. But here's the deal, folks. If these guys are this violent with our cops and they're not afraid of the cops, I said this last week, I'll say it again. <laughs> How afraid are they going to be of assaulting your wife? your daughter, your granddaughter, your niece, particularly when your ideology says if they are not wearing hijab and fully covered and casting their eyes downward, then they're asking to be raped. This is Americans, you better wake up. I'm trying to give you everything you need to be prepared and to prepare your family and friends and your church. And Joel Osteen's church just got a little taste, sadly, of what we're talking about. We are about to go into, I'm afraid, a war in our own country, on our own soil. No wonder they're trying to divide Americans so that we're not united in defense of homeland against our own federal government that's bringing and allowing these people to come in here and literally flying them into the country. Closing comment, Aaron? Well, uh, it's not related, but something that I've been wanting to, to share if you remember, Brennan, just over a year ago when we were talking a lot about events surrounding the rebuilding of uh, the Third Temple. So uh, about I've 15 been, seconds. Yeah, I've been told that uh, the red heifers are ready. And do you remember when we talked about when they're going to start sacrificing? September. The September. No, April, Passover. Oh. So we'll keep this for next time. But I'm hearing some reports that they're ready. And that's going to cause a massive stir. Wow. Take care, folks. Thanks for listening. Have you checked out all the free programming lately at worldviewtube.com? Hello, I'm Brandon House. If you go right now to worldviewtube.com, you are going to find so many television shows ready for you on demand, like my nightly newscast, The Worldview Report, my daily radio show that's also a TV show now. That's available at worldviewtube.com. The 90-minute live show, Brennan House Live, that's available each and every day at worldviewtube.com. It cost us many, many thousands of dollars a month in streaming, bandwidth bill, and IT bills to make available these free programs. But we do it as a ministry and public service of WVW Broadcast Network. Now, one way we're able to do this is through the generous support of you through our WVW Foundation. Think of us as your conservative Christian worldview alternative to national public radio, national public television. Would you become a sponsor now so we can continue to push out free radio shows and TV shows at worldviewtube.com and worldviewradio.com? We're also looking for more regular monthly contributors. Would you consider signing up if you haven't already for a monthly contribution, $5, $10, whatever you can afford? 
It's greatly appreciated. WVWfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. And you'll find our phone number there if you'd like to make a contribution via the phone. Again, that's WVW, as in Worldview Weekend, WVWfoundation.com. And check out all the free ministry programming at worldviewtube.com. And don't forget our Sunday night church service that I've been teaching on Sunday nights since 2015. That's live 8 p.m. Central Time at worldviewtube.com each and every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Worldviewtube.com brought to you by wvwfoundation.com.